I must admit, I'd never really given consideration to how the seasons of the year can impact your creativity, performance, and energy levels, but after my conversation with today's guest, I can totally see it. We'll explore the different seasons, their corresponding energies as they relate to your alignment, and how you can harness the power of autumn to finish strong with your goals for the year and what to expect as we soon move into winter. Get ready to discover how to channel the power of nature into your daily life. If you're a female entrepreneur who wants to break free from the pressure and experience peace and alignment to live that life you've always envisioned, then this is the show for you. I'm your host, Jamie Milam. All my life, I've been self-reliant with a figure-it-out mentality, starting with being on my own at the age of 15, overcoming drug addiction when I learned I'd become a mom at 19, and rebuilding my life out of a single Rubbermaid storage tote to now running the three businesses I've built. So I'm no stranger to pressure. My figure it out mentality created systems that helped, but I still found myself headed to burnout. I learned to listen to myself and apply the most powerful tool I had, my own self-awareness. So I shifted to incorporate my true self and align my strategies accordingly. And now I apply this practice to every area of my life. I'm on a mission to help you develop a practice of self-awareness, to learn to value yourself so you can honor those parts of you in your daily activities and finally live that life you're determined to have. This is Determined AF. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Holly Ostera. Holly is a writer and a book coach, and what I think is super cool about Holly is that she has a belief and a unique strategy around alignment as it pertains to the seasons of the year. So unique. She believes that each season brings a different energy, which makes sense to me that this natural occurrence would have an effect on our individual creativity, our performance, and even just like our own energies and moods. I mean, when I think about that, When the first of the year comes around, that's when we're all doing goal setting or New Year's resolutions. So I just thought it would be fun to bring Holly on to share a bit about the current and upcoming seasons and how we can use this to create alignment as we prepare to set our 2024 goals. So without further ado, welcome, Holly. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. This is such a cool concept. Um, one I hadn't really thought of before our last conversation together. So I want to kind of just dive right in. Really quick for the listeners, when you're thinking about the seasons of the year, there's spring, which Holly says is the magic season. That's like your momentum, you're planting the seeds, really where your most forward momentum energy is. The summer season is your growing season. Like you're, this is when you're nurturing it, you're really in the muck of it. You're not starting really new things, but you're really nurturing what you, those seeds that you've planted. Uh, And then the fall, that's your flow season, themes of change, focus, preparation. And then winter is the dream season, which is a little bit slower, time for introspection, kind of fresh starts. Now, did I get those correctly? Yes. So one thing I will, I'll just point out though, that I actually start with winter as the first season because you have to start with dreaming before you get to your flowing. So if we start with winter, this is when you're creating all of your ideas and and projects for the upcoming year. Then you get that initial burst of energy in spring. You're just kind of watering it through the summer because you have a lot of other activities going on and you need a little bit of a step back. 
And then you get another big push in the fall. And that's kind of your final push to finish these projects that you started in the winter with your dream season. Mm, I love that. I I absolutely love that you mentioned to start with the dream season because just as part of my alignment process that I teach with people, it's that you have to start with that visualization and really seeing where you're going, what your goals are. So when you and I last spoke, uh, we briefly kind of talked about how I naturally just kind of coordinated these seasons into thinking about them as like business quarters in a way. I mean, I know that season can be the season of life that you're in. It could be even a different state of, you know, the month, especially as women. But the more that I think about this of seasons and how they relate to business quarters, the more it starts to make sense to me, especially the way that you just described this, right? Dreaming and then planting these seeds and nurturing it and then really getting that last push before the end of the year um, and seeing your workflow. So Whenever we're thinking about the fall, why is the fall season so conducive for a flow season? Oh, thank you so much for asking that because I'm going to get really nerdy on this. Um, maybe before I answer that, if I should could just say, why do we care about living in alignment with the seasons? Because that may be a really important foundation to establish. So there's a few reasons why you want to consider aligning yourself, just your normal day-to-day life and your business with the seasons. Uh, One is balance you mentally. When we do activities in the summer that are, take a lot out of us, we do a lot of more energetic activities in the summer. And this is just a generalized example. We need this time on the reverse in winter to have reflection and to do something a little bit lighter. Our bodies need that. Our minds need that. Our creativity needs that. So if we're aligning ourselves with the seasons, we get this opportunity to align our mental and physical health with the seasons. Your internal clock, because we all have one, is also going to say, this feels like a time when I need to do X. Like I feel like I need to hibernate right now in the winter, or I feel like I need to get out and do stuff right now. If you allow yourself to work with that, then you put less resistance against yourself. And that that in turn just helps you do better performance-wise and just feel better. It's also just more sustainable for the environment and for you spiritually because we just aren't always pushing against that that clock. One of the things that I think is really important is that it allows us to appreciate life more. And this is something you'll see in a lot of self-help books, but it took me a long time to really internalize and just take on board is that if we are always living in the past or the future and we're not living in the present, then we are never going to actually make any progress because you're always regretting the past or worrying about what's going to happen in the future or pushing too hard for the future. And then you miss these opportunities in the present to actually take steps towards reaching the future you want to achieve and preventing history repeating itself from those past events. So by aligning yourself with the season, you are always being aware of your present. That's one of the most important things that I think is. Finally, it also is just really important for creativity. When each of these seasons change, we're getting this new kind of burst of inspiration, differences in mood kind of that allow us to refocus on 
So when we're just thinking about aligning with the seasons, it's just important to keep these things in mind because it gives us a purpose for why we're doing that. And then when you think about how this can affect your business and how you can look towards different seasons, you can see that if fall being the flow season, then it's important for me to find an opportunity to get in the flow state. And it's important for me to have had the, the summer grow season and the spring magic season and the winter dream season to get there. So circling back all the way around, you have to go through these stages in order to actually get to this flow state. And why is fall such a big uh, time for that push? Because of the cycles. So you have this kind of dip, this valley in the, in the dream season in winter, where you start slow and we're kind of hibernating. Then you have this big push in spring where everything gets higher, uh, energy gets higher and our enthusiasm and motivation gets higher. Then you're kind of coasting through summer. It's another little valley. And then we just have the energy built up because we've had that period of rest during the summer to get back into the flow season and fall. Yeah, I, I think that that context there is really important to talk about, like you're saying, because coming into the fall season, we're coming off of that dream where we're really excited. And then we start to move into that forward momentum and planting all these seeds and really getting the the ball rolling on some of these bigger projects that we may have put into place for the year. And then the summertime, you know, it's summertime just in general, in terms of life is we're typically much busier that time frame in our business, but also we're busy as individuals, especially as women, if we've got children or we're running households, you know, we might be doing vacations and, you know, saying yes, because the weather is nicer. And so we're kind of in this go, go, go space. And then now we're going into the fall season where things are starting to kind of slow down. And fall is the season when all of that growing and that magic that you put into place earlier in the year starts to come into this flow and you can start to finish projects, those projects that you had envisioned at the start. This is a great time for us to finish things up before we go into the next dream season. So can we talk about that for a second? Like how do we how do we harness the power of autumn to finishing strong with our goals for the year? Yeah, great question. So fall is the flow season. So dream season, magic season, grow season, flow season. Fall is the flow season. And you can think about this in two ways. There's the flow state, getting into the flow state of working. And there's also the flow of continuing to transition through from summer into winter. And so um, when you think about fall and the flow season, I would say first think about that flow state and how can you get into this flow state? And I like to think of three D's for that. So uh, distractions, definition, and daily. You want zero distractions. So before you start working on anything, you want to eliminate any distractions. And um, we can go into different ways to do that. You want to have a definition of what your goal is for this flow state session. Um, so figure out what we're going to be working on today. And then you want to do it daily. Because you cannot build up this muscle memory of getting into a flow state if you're not doing it regularly. And that does unfortunately mean that you need to put the phone away, which I know is very hard for all of us. Definitely, definitely. So 
putting the phone away, especially when you're a real estate agent and you have to have your phone. But I, there are definitely some apps that I utilize uh, on a regular basis to keep those distractions away. Well, since we are in fall and that's a season for focus as well um, and preparation. So when I think about that, I think about how in October, that's every year, that's when we do our business planning for the following year and use that time frame to sketch out what our goals are, any big projects or new strategies that we're going to implement and looking at feedback, you know, looking back over the year, what's worked well, what hasn't. Um, so we really start to dial in the first half of that next year in detail. So are there any ways that we can use this season to support us in creating alignment in our business and in its direction when it comes to business planning? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And I loved also that you mentioned that we're all so busy in the summer and then we slow down in the fall when it starts to cool off because it feels that way. It feels like we're so busy in the summer and then things start we go back to school, the kids go back to school, there's like nobody's taking vacation and things slow down. And you feel like you finally have this opportunity to get something done. And that's one of the really great things about moving into the fall season, because everybody just naturally gets this burst of energy, because you feel like life's going slower, even if maybe it's not, we just all have this feeling that it's going slower. So some things that you could do for your business and business planning. What I love to do in the fall is to look at my business and see how I can create more flow in my business. So where can I make things run smoother? Where can I make things easier for myself? Where can I eliminate distractions or redundancies? So around this time of year, I haven't done it yet. I actually have it planned for next week, but I like to take out uh, just a, a mini planning day. And I just list out everything I have been doing over the year and then I look at it and I say, what is actually bringing me profit? What have I neglected that should that could have brought me profit? What would reduce the amount of hours I'm working? What would reduce the mental energy I'm spending? Because that is often more important than the hours themselves. Because if you're only working four hours a day, but it feels like you're working 10 because you hate every minute of it, then you're losing your capacity for flow state. So you're actually losing your capacity for doing uh, bigger projects that may actually bring in more profit long-term. Um, you can ask yourself, what would you like to offload? So this is what I do is I just take those, I do a big brain dump. I kind of check off things that I'm like, yes, this was a good idea. Yes, this was a good idea. And then I, I look at other things more closely and I say, this was creating a huge bottleneck. What can I do to fix this? How can I create more flow in this area? And how can I make it uh, more profitable or less expensive or more enjoyable to do? Another thing about fall is for your business is that it's a really great time for finishing big projects. And something I hear a lot of times because I am a book coach, this is my main source of income is, is working with clients on writing books, is that they sat out in perhaps like New Year's Eve the year before and they said, I'm going to write a book this year. And then they come to me in late summer and they say, I haven't written my book this year. And I said, I was going to do it and I haven't done it. And I'm really angry with myself and I feel terrible. And I feel like I am just a failure. And I want everybody to stop thinking that because it's not true. Because you had to start with that goal in winter and 
maybe it wasn't your first priority in spring because you had something else that was a fire that you had to put out or something else. And then in summer, it's just not an opportune time to start a new project. A lot of people do start writing books, for example, in the fall, because this is when you get this burst of creativity and flow. And it's a great time to just like put a bunch of words down on page and really make a lot of progress. So I also love starting big projects in the fall or finishing big projects that I maybe started in the spring when I had that initial burst of energy and then kind of let sit fallow all summer, not doing anything with. And I think we all have projects like that where you're just like, I was going so strong with it. I thought I was going to do great. And then summer came around and my kids were out of school and we went to the beach four times and it was just hot and I didn't feel like doing anything. And now I feel like a total failure. I've wasted half a year. And that's just not true. You just have to stop and give yourself some grace for that because your uh, creativity comes and goes in waves and it is okay to let things coast during certain months and and allow yourself to, to pick it back up in the fall and and just really make a lot of progress with it then. So to kind of recap, I would say, what can you do to add more flow and what can you, what big projects have you been thinking about or visualizing all year that you feel like you really want to get done. Yeah, this is cool because, you know, at the time of this recording, it's the end of September. Y'all, we still have three more months left of the year. So when you're in this fall flow season and she's talking about being able to finish projects, this is a great time for you to say, okay, how can I still hit these goals before the end of this year? You know, in, in real estate, this is the time that I'm working with my coaching clients to say, okay, Because for us, for us to hit a unit's goal, really, we have to have people under contract usually no later than November 10th in order for us to close by the end of the year. So we have our next, you know, 45 to 60-ish days right now that are crunch time if you're looking to hit a goal and you're not on target completely yet. So the other piece of this that I like is that you're saying, you know, kind of like, Uh, feedback, like looking at where can you create more flow that is going to either increase your energy or increase your productivity? Where can I add in leverage? Reflecting back on the things that say, you know what, my energy just didn't feel aligned with that at all throughout the entire year, no matter the season. And so maybe it's time for us to say, okay, is this actually mine? Is it connected to me or is it something that I saw or read or heard somewhere that I thought I should be doing, but it's not actually in alignment with me? At the end of the day, I love everything you're saying just because when you're saying be present in the season, it means that you're creating some awareness around how our seasons and how, I mean, overall, how the weather really does affect our energy levels. And when we can pay attention to that and we notice that, that helps alleviate this internal shame process. Now, y'all, there's a very big difference between, you know, shame and giving ourselves excuse versus holding ourselves accountable. And that's what she's saying that the fall season is really good for is we can still hold ourselves and our goals accountable by taking this time to finish out these projects, reflecting on it to see what do we need to change? How can we improve it and get it ready for this next year? And so that kind of transitions me into when we think about the upcoming season in the winter time, because it's going to come to us at a slower pace. You know, a lot of people are going to be indoors. We don't really want to be out in the cold doing a lot of stuff. And for us in real estate, 
this is our natural slower season with the holidays. People aren't as much buying homes, um, selling homes, you know, throughout the holidays. And so it is a slower part of the year for us. Um, and I know for a lot of businesses, it can be slower and they have to be a little bit more creative and strategic about how to keep business boosted during that time frame um, and how to boost productivity without only focusing in on the goal. So how do we connect with ourselves and our businesses in the winter season so we can be prepared, Holly, and it, to be able to make the most of it? Yeah, great question. Winter has always been a tough season for me. I um, I grew up in the South of the United States, and then I went to grad school in upstate New York. And I remember I moved there in, in the middle of December, and I was still working, wearing Birkenstocks and like an open jacket when I stepped out of my U-Haul. And and I stepped into a foot and a half of snow and I was like, oh, I think I made a mistake. And <laughs> and I remember um, that first year was really, really tough for me because it's a place that can snow for literally nine months out of the year. Like from October to May, there can be snow. And so I really struggled for the four and a half years I was there because I was just refusing to accept winter. I just did not want anything to do with it. And I was living in winter for nine months out of the year. But we we do live in winter unless we live in California, which I also used to, and there's no winter there. So I went from all winter to none. And and if you are living in the rest of the world where we do have seasons, then you do have to think about how this does change our energy levels. And so what can we do to connect our businesses to the season? What can we do to connect ourselves to the season to make the most of it? I would say the first thing is to not try to force it every single day. So winter is a season of hibernation. We're not bears. I know that, but we do still get that need to relax and go inwards in the winter. But that doesn't mean we can just hibernate all winter. We can't do that. So do not force the productivity every day. Allow yourself a reprieve a little bit. Allow Plan ahead to give yourself fewer working hours during the winter, if you can do that, if that is something you can do, plan ahead, automate more things, hire somebody, do what you need to do to get more hours back so that you can rest more. But you still do have to do stuff in the winter. I'm not saying that we can all just not do anything, just dream and lay on our beds and daydream all day. We cannot do that. Oh, that sounds so nice. Doesn't it sound really nice? Um, <laughs> but we can't do it. But Review is really important for, for this. So, you know, redreaming and reviewing and relaxing, it's all important, but that's not what you're asking. What can you do? So I would say, this is what I do, is that I schedule blocks of time in the middle of the day. I don't try to, I still wake up early in the winter, but I don't try to work early in the winter. I don't try to work when it's not more, or when it's not light outside because my body just doesn't want to do it. And I have to allow that because if I try to push through it and force it, that's when I get myself burnt out. And I spent years burnt out and not able to figure out why things just felt so terrible. And I could I could accomplish a lot of things. Like I could check off box after box after box of, from my to-do list, but it felt so miserable. And it was because I was forcing myself through things like this. So remind yourself, don't force it. Find a spot of time that works for you. And it's probably going to be when the sun is out. Another thing is to actually get outside and connect with nature, get some sunlight. In the wintertime, when we start losing all the vitamin D, we need it more than ever. When the sun is gone, we need the sun more than ever. So get outside at lunchtime when the sun is highest up in the sky, take a walk, 
drink a cappuccino while you do it if you need to. Even if it's only for 10 minutes, just sitting outside on your front porch, that's better than not going outside at all. As I said earlier, you need to keep your body aware of what season you're in because it keeps you present. And that staying present keeps you focused on those goals. Staying focused on those goals keeps you motivated to work on those goals and staying motivated to work on those goals. So you see, it is the cycle, just like the seasons. We have to do these steps to get to it. And they can be baby steps. It's just important to give yourself that balance in the winter of reflection, review, and dreaming, reviewing the previous year, reflecting on the previous year, dreaming about what you're going to, uh, what you're going to add to your year coming up and what you're going to accomplish. And also taking those tiny steps forward, tiny steps. Don't overdo yourself. Don't push yourself so far that you, that you break, that you start feeling sad because it can in my case, at least exacerbate symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. And so you need to just take the day one day at a time, be there with winter, allow winter to be with you. And then also remember that too much is going to push you back. Yeah. I want to point out something that you said about you in the, in the mornings and how you block out time in the afternoons, because um, you guys, we can dial this down the, the concept of seasons so much so as to the 24 hours that you have in each day. And that's a very important part for awareness and alignment in terms of how to have the most efficient productivity, how to find the activities that actually light you up, that you're passionate about, what things are draining you is paying attention to your energy levels throughout the day because some people are really good early risers and they like to get everything done before everybody else gets up. And then that way they can just spend a few hours in that time frame, you know, making connections when everybody else is awake. But also some people are night owls. Um, some people just will perform better if they're able to, especially in the entrepreneurial world, if they're able to do this on their own time frame. In order for you to know what time of day is your most productive, you'll have to become more aware of it and maybe do like an energy tracker throughout the day for, you know, a week, or I would recommend to do it for a month or for women especially, think about doing it for two to three months. So then you can start to notice your cycles and how your cycle affects your moods throughout the month because you probably shouldn't be too surprised to find that you have a week out of the month that you have a lot more energy and creativity and a week that you're more drained. As entrepreneurs, the more that we know these things, the more that we can plan purposefully our weeks, our day, and our months in order to be the most productive. So I think that that's an important piece to add in. And then like you said, taking some time during those seasons, especially during the holiday seasons, you know, which happen to fall into the winter time frame. This is a good time for you to block out a little bit more time to be there with your loved ones so that you're not over committing yourself in either your personal or your professional lives so that you can enjoy it so that you can be present so that you run less of a risk of being burnt out. Because in the season that our society is in of hustle culture mentality, I think it can become really easy for us to keep telling ourselves that we should be doing this. We should be doing that. At the end of the day, your goals are yours and how you perform and how you achieve those goals is completely up to you. Whatever your process is, whatever 
your strategies are that are helping you hit those goals. We don't need to fall into the shoulds. Just like any other episode, these are strategies that could work for you. And we always say, don't try to, you know, master it all at once. It's just something to think about and how you can pull something out of today's conversation into your everyday activities for the year in terms of, oh, okay, it makes sense. This is why I'm in go, go, go mentality. This is why I want to slow down. This is why I'm in the introspective. It totally makes sense as it connects to the earth's natural cycles as well. So I think this is great, Holly, and I really appreciate you know some of that clarity. And for everyone listening, Holly has a podcast. It's called The Dream Season. Um, and it's called that because she wants you to remember that it doesn't matter how much you have to do or this week or even this year, but that we all need to remember that we need to spend time in the dream season, that we can't spend all of our time in the magic season or even the growing season or even the flow season. And I think that's such an important reminder that we do need to spend some time in that slow down time frame, in that reflection time frame, because we have to be able to visualize what we want and where we are headed in order to create that awareness that will help us align our activities and decisions with that vision. So Holly, if someone listening is determined to create more alignment using the power of the seasons, what would be the one thing you would want them to embrace today? I would say make a list of activities that make you feel nostalgic for the season that we're currently in. So think about when you were a kid, what did you associate with this season? And right now in fall, I would associate like pumpkins, carving pumpkins, leaves, uh, picking apples, um, apple cider donuts, maybe things like that. And plan to actively incorporate them into your season because it sounds so silly to say, just go pick apples to do, make your business run better. But it actually works because it brings you back into alignment it forces you to be present in the season and you'll come back from that experience and you'll feel so reinvigorated and energized because you've just had this experience that was so magical in your childhood. Guess what? It is still magical. Even as an adult, it gives you this moment to slow down and to be present with where you are. And you come back the next week and you have so much more motivation. It sounds like magic. I promise y'all it does work. That's cool. So you're saying like whatever season you're in, make a list of things that you connect with that season. So whether it's fall or if it's winter, you know, it might be fireplaces or cozy blankets or, you know, a pumpkin spice candle. You're saying bring some of these things from that list into your physical space or into your physical activities. So that way you can realign yourself with the earth's energy. Is that essentially what I'm hearing? Yeah. Just try to scatter them out through the season. And make time for them. It's so easy to say, oh, I'll do the Haunted Hayride next year. And the whole season goes by and you've done nothing but sit at your desk working away. Don't let it happen. Sprinkle it in and you will come back reinvigorated. That's cool. That's cool. I'm going to try it. I hope y'all are going to try it. Holly, tell us where listeners can connect with you. Yes. So my website is booksandalchemy.com. My Instagram and TikTok are Holly Ostara and my newsletter is the book lab. And in the book lab, we can talk all about you writing your book. And I'm also working on a new book myself called season of the book. 
It'll help writers write a book seasonally. If you don't think you're a writer, I guarantee you are, because if you can talk, you can write. And I love working with creative entrepreneurs who have been looking to grow their businesses and their audiences with a book. So if that is something you want to explore during your dream season, then you can find my newsletter there and learn more about it. That's fantastic. And I will link all of those down in the show notes. So all you all have to do is go down, click the show notes, and you can find Holly very easily in one of those few ways. So thank you so much for being here, Holly. This has been a lot of fun. I think that it's always wonderful when we can align ourselves more with the universe so that the universe can bring us things right into our world. Because, you know, I'm a big believer of the the secret and the law of attraction. So me too. <laughs> um, if I can do that, then I'm going to find ways to just integrate it into my world every single day. <laughs> so thank you again for being here. And uh, until next time, listeners, I will be with you next week. <laughs>